Hey, here we go. It's noon here in Ventnor, New Jersey, and we have audio now. And this is news that you can use from Courage for Thursday, August 10th, with your hosts, Zach, that would be this guy, and me, Ray. Hey, handsome. You have so much energy today. I love it. It makes me so happy. Just want to remind everyone. Why do you lie to people? I, I love it. I think it's awesome. You're 70, what, 78? <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's the ticket i'm 78 now i'm 72 72 it's so good to see a 72 year old with energy like you all right here's the deal folks tomorrow we'll be live i think at noon we're gonna be live from the dealership that's my hope unless we hit traffic or something this weekend we're taking over up in staten island new york if you're on the east coast come hang out with us either tomorrow or saturday over at Staten Island, or excuse me, at Island, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Subaru. We've got the Car Edge sales event, our first one ever. So a friendly reminder, if you're on the East Coast, come join us. We'll be doing it live tomorrow and live on Saturday as well. We've got those pre-negotiated deals. Super yeah, excited about it. You got me working there tomorrow. You're working tomorrow and Saturday, Pops. Here's the deal for today. We're going to kick things off. Credit unions are where we're going to start. Okay. The mistake that banks have made in the past yes. is that they would lend on auto loans above 100% loan-to-value ratio. That is correct. And it's a mistake because you're making a loan worth more than the vehicle is actually worth, significantly more when people roll in negative equity, things like that. And we've been talking about more and more recently how banks are tightening their lending restrictions, or you know, introducing lending restrictions, tightening their lending practices. So they're, they're lending on a more strict basis to their borrowers. Uh-huh. And then we get this... This morning, Dad. Yes. Credit unions accommodate used vehicle borrowers with large loan-to-value ratios and terms. Most credit will, unions are willing to approve financing on used vehicles, even if the debt-to-value ratio, mileage, and auto loan term are elevated and the down payment is low. Banks are making a huge mistake all over again. Credit unions are a form of financial institution. This shocked me when I saw this headline, and we'll dig into the data in just a second. Is this not what we saw over the past 18, 24 months, that has now led to what will likely end up becoming one of the largest negative equity crises of all time. Of all time, ladies and gentlemen, of, of, of yes. Um, it, it, it's, it's, to me, it's a little surprising and a little shocking. That I, I mean, I understand that, that credit unions, you know, they owe it to their members. And if you're a member in good standing, then there's a rather strong likelihood that you're going to get a loan if you need a loan. Um but credit unions in the past have always been a tad bit more conservative than banks because I think they have a slightly different fiduciary responsibility to their membership since it's their members' money that they're lending. Um, so I was I was a little taken aback by some of the numbers. Uh, it, it would be nice if we could have a conversation with our dear friend Mike Dean yeah. and ask him what's going on with his credit union and if and if this is the case. Look at this, Dad. How far this, these questions were sent to credit unions nationwide? How far will you extend loan to value on used vehicle loans? We're not talking new cars. We're talking used yes. cars. We're talking credit unions. We're not talking credit acceptance corporation, Exeter, Santander. We're, we're talking about credit unions. 45% of respondents said that they would loan between 125 and 134% of value. Can you explain to us? Let's use a simple no, no, example. Let's, let's, here, let me make this easier for Please. you. 55% would loan anywhere from 125% to greater than 135% of value. 
So more than half of the credit unions that, that they surveyed said that they would lend well in excess, in excess of, of normal lending guidelines for pre-owned vehicles. Can you wow. <laughs> put it into perspective, though? Let's let's say I want to buy a ten thousand dollar used car. Yes. What this is telling me is that the bank would lend up to a hundred, or excuse me, twelve thousand five hundred dollars, or in some cases thirteen thousand five hundred dollars for me to purchase that car. Yes. The reason that a ten thousand dollar car can become a thirteen thousand five hundred dollar car is when you add in potentially negative equity. So I'm trading in my existing vehicle, and I owe more on that than I already yes. you know than it's worth. The other would be taxes and fees. A yes. lot of people look at the advertised price for a vehicle online and they think, cool, I'm going to buy the car for $10,000. No, your out-the-door price is likely going to be 10% higher. Yes. So when you start to factor those pieces in, not to mention extended warranties, gap insurance, things that people end up buying that they may or may not even realize they're Putting buying. little to no money down. Putting no money down. Yes. So what this is saying is that a an asset, yes. the credit union will lend on an asset that is maybe worth $10,000? No, 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 no. That's worth 10,000 retail. It's probably worth somewhere in the neighborhood of 7,500 to $8,000 wholesale, real actual cash value. So against the retail value of the vehicle, many credit unions would lend up to 135% or more. So let's say they did that. Let's say they wrote a loan at, for $13,500 on the $10,000 car that was purchased that is really worth, call it $8,000. So instantly, there is $5,500 of negative equity or $5,500 that really has no collateral attached to it because the collateral that you're loaning against really is only worth eight grand. So, and then better hope that customer makes those payments. Well, what makes it worse is not only are they lending more than they should, but they're lending it on older cars with higher miles for longer terms. So many of these credit unions and banks, you know, are are financing vehicles that have seventy five thousand or more miles on them, and financing them for six or seven years. Yeah, let's look at more of the data pops. I, I just want to address this one question that came in said, how old is this survey? Well, let's start there and then we'll look into more of the data. The survey was from April 4th through May 5th and it involved 415 credit union professionals. So that would be just a couple months. Ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. Yes. The study found that 64% of credit union personnel were worried about overextension on used vehicles for 2023. More lenders were concerned about overextension than they were about rising vehicle prices. So even the credit union personnel are afraid, oh, maybe we're yes. overextending ourselves. What's the highest amount you will lend on a used vehicle? Pretty much everyone will, will do $75,000, you know, $50,000, I should say. That's But 59% up to $100,000. Yeah, it's insane. Okay. Now, take it a step further. 71% of those credit unions would do over up no, to- No, no, you're reading it wrong. Over $75,000. Yeah. So we've got 59 plus 12. 
71% would lend over $75,000. We've got 19 plus 12, 31. 31% would lend over $100,000. And 12% would lend over $100,000. Or lend up to and then lend over. Okay, so, but am I correct that 59% would lend up to 100000 Would lend up to 75000 Oh, whatever you say. But it still sounds good. It does. So those are shocking numbers. What is your mileage limit? You were just talking about this a moment ago. Yes. 75,000 miles, 16% of no limit. I mean, these are hard vehicles to really understand the value of, let alone is the customer paying a fair value or are we collateralized well? How far would you extend the loan to value? We were just talking about that. How much do you currently require as a down payment? Found this to be interesting. 10% will go a long way, it seems like, Ted. Uh, not really, but... 10 58% of these credit unions, 10% will get you a loan approval. Uh, but it, it won't go a long way in the sense that that it's putting you in it or the bank in an equity position, um, you know, because 10% barely covers fees. Yeah, exactly. What is the longest term on a used vehicle? Look at that. 28% of credit unions are doing 84 month loans. Talk about fitting people into payments. That's exactly what, so this was the, this is the huge mistake. The huge yes. mistake was extending terms, lending over outside of normal guidelines, and what are we seeing? It's data from, I mean, it was published today, but it was from the past couple of months from credit unions, which you would think would be more of the restrictive entities in all of this, you less would aggressive. Would, you would think they would be more conservative. Uh, you know, they're not they're not publicly traded, um, so they don't have stockholders that they're beholden to, that they're trying to, like if you're Wells Fargo, trying to artificially inflate your, yep. your profit. Uh, which is then going to come down dramatically when you pay the fines that the that the government levels against or levies, levies against, against you. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, question for you, pops. Bill wants to know: Can you buy a home with an LTV of one hundred and thirty-five percent? Like, are there other financial transactions where you can get this overextended? Um, well, I you know banks always want to make sure that the home appraises for what it sells for. Um, yeah, like could you get a mortgage on a house for, let's say a house is, you buy it for $100,000 or $130,000, $100,000 was the selling price, but then you get approved for a loan, a mortgage of $135,000? Like, I don't think that happens. Um, maybe if you present them with plans for a, a, a remodel or, I don't, I wouldn't think This feels so. uniquely auto is, is how I think about it. Yes, yeah, here you go, Steve. I say no mortgage lender goes to 135%. Yeah, but they will on that car of yours, baby. <laughs> Some states LTV over 100% on a house is illegal. Like, no, you cannot. Yeah, justice used to, or has been in real estate. So yes. here you go. Like, I, I think auto is unique in this way. And we saw banks lending well above 135% loan to value ratio. And now we're seeing credit unions come out and say, you know, we'll lend over 100, 125%, 135% again. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, I was at the dealership yesterday getting prepped for the sales event this weekend. You just hear it. Like, I'm, I'm not listening in on people's deals, but you can yeah. just hear it. You can hear people say, well, we got to fit this payment. I'm talking about customers. I hear the customer saying, well, my payment needs to be this. And then the salesperson saying, well, I can maybe try and get you bought at an 84-month loan or even a 96 term. It's just a it, bad cycle. The, the problem is that 85% of all customers are just payment buyers. They're payment conscious. That's all they care about. I don't care. I don't care what the term is. Just as long as you can fit this car into my $688 a month payment, that's my max. 
Okay. Now, if if push came to shove and and we couldn't quite get you at six eighty eight, how high could you go? I wouldn't go more than seven fifty. And then and and what happens is that they will just the dealership will work the payment amount. You know, where are we going to find the bank? What bank can we use that we can get the most loan to value? Um, keep the customer in a term that that the customer doesn't even care what the term no, is. They just care what, what the, the monthly payment, payment is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I used to have customers sometimes come in and go, well, what's the payment with the late charges? Well, do you want me to ask the bank that question on your behalf? <laughs> yeah, when, we, when we call them to get the approval, do you yeah. want me to ask that question for you? You know, because they might revoke the approval. And, and, oh, and, and I used to say to my buyers, Hey, I what's and when I mean buyers, the buyer at the bank, I used to say, "Well, you should be happy about this. They're they're telling you right up front they're going to make you more money, okay? Because they're willing to pay all those late fees. You really have a responsibility to accept this loan." Um, yeah, it's you know we say it every day. The three letters that mean the most to a buyer is OTD, out the door. Always work the out the door number. Then, after you've agreed upon the selling price with all the fees and you know exactly what the total amount is, then, if you want, since you're more than likely a payment buyer, start having the conversation about payments and interest rates, but not before you've worked the out the door number. The new direction, not new, but like one of the. Isn't that a band? One Wasn't of the that a boy band? One direction. One of the oh. new directions. There you go. Yeah. One of the new directions we're working on at Courage are these sales events and building out a network of trusted dealers because we are essentially pre negotiating the dealer discount and then validating that there will be no add on fees, no junk added on at the dealership, none of that. So we can't negotiate your OTD for you because we don't know your taxes, yes. and your zip code, and the incentives are regionalized and things like that. But we can negotiate a dealer discount for you. And we can make sure that there are no added on fees and BS. And that is the whole premise behind the sales event. And hopefully what will become just a nationwide phenomenon. We'll have a network of dealers where you want to buy a Subaru Legacy. The dealer discount is $1,471. Why? Because that is what the dealership agreed to with us when we negotiated that price. And there, is going, there are going to be no additional fees or add-ons or anything like that. I am very, very, very proud of this because... It's difficult, Dad, when you go into that environment, and I've yes. been in the dealership more this week than I have been in a long time. It's just pressure-filled. It's a little crazy. It's a little hectic. You a little? A lot. So the best thing <laughs> that we can possibly do is build out this group, build out this network of dealers who will say, you know what, for Car Edge, we'll cut out the BS, we'll cut out the games. Here's the price. Mm -hmm. No ad if I – because <clears throat> it's tough, man. I empathize. I empathize with everyone involved. It is very tough. We preach the right stuff here. But next thing you know, you see, oh, well, if I do a 24-month lease instead of a 36-month lease, I get the right payment. Ah, don't do that. Don't do it. Well, no, it would be don't do the 36-month lease to get to the right payment. If you Either way. Do, yeah. But yeah, the point is don't. Yes, you can be a payment buyer, but don't spew out what that payment is and allow the dealer to work towards it. You need to know, here's how this needs to work. Your responsibility as the buyer. You need to know what your credit history is. You need to know what type of interest rate you would qualify for. How do you find that out? I don't know. Go get a pre-approval. 
before you ever go looking for cars, go to your credit union, go to your bank. Get we have it on the website, carage.com slash finance. Go there, okay, and get a pre-approval. Now, knowing what your payment needs to be, the max payment that you want, you need to know what that translates into. How much car can I buy with an out-the-door price of X? Once you know what X is, then when you go to look at cars, Look at cars that will fall into X. Don't look at cars that are well over X, okay? So that now if you know what you're approved for, what the rate will be, and what X is, the total amount of the car that you could look for so it'll still fit into that payment you want, just concentrate on those cars, work your out-the-door number, and then you don't have to worry about the payment because you already know you're in the payment range. I love it, man. I love it. Let's jump to the chat here, and we've got a lot more to cover. Maybe we'll stay on for a few extra minutes here today. Auburn alum, thank yes. you for the contribution. I have a 2018 Sequoia that has my interest. I have a pre-purchase inspection in process today using Lemon Squad. Used cards report to get true value. Any other tips? I'm a cash buyer. What do you think? Well, he seems to be doing everything that he should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I would say one thing. I know we're talking about how cash is king right now. I, yes. I still... I wouldn't be bringing up that I'm a cash buyer. I would still wait. I'd wait till I'm in the FNI office because. Well, wait till you agree on the out the yeah. door number. Like and, and, when, and when they say, well, how are you planning on paying? Well, I, I'd like to discuss my options with the finance manager. I haven't determined exactly how I want to pay for it yet. And by the way, as Auburn alum, you wouldn't be Charles Barkley, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Barkley, for tuning I, in. I there guess they've go. had more than one alum. <laughs> Joe Skirkus, thank you for the contribution. I'm $15,000 upside down because I bought in June of 2022 on my Tesla with 10% down. I love the car though, so no interest in getting rid of it. This, so Joe, I'm glad that you love yes. the car and you're happy and you don't have to, you don't feel pressured to go turn around and sell it. We are going to see so many stories of this, not just EVs, but in general, people who bought cars in June of 2022. I don't, I don't know quite how to frame it yet. It really is going to be a negative equity crisis for for the for the century. I mean, think about it. think millions of people are going to go to car dealerships to buy a new car, then get hit with their trade in value, and then they're going to say, "Never mind," because I can't roll over ten thousand dollars of negative equity, or fifteen, or twenty, or 25. it's going to take millions of buyers out of the market. And 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 it's particularly true for in Joe in Joe's case for EVs because they have dropped in price dramatically. I believe the average transaction price on EVs has dropped about 19% in the last year. Yep. So anybody that bought one um, a year ago, yeah, you're you're unless you paid cash, you know, more than likely you're staring negative equity right in the eye. And a lot and of it, it. And and just so you know, the negative equity ain't gonna blink. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Yeah. We've got from Jared so many times I've had dealers say, So where do you want to be on the car payment? And that that is exactly what they're trying that's to do because that's how our psychology, our psyche is to find the payment that we feel comfortable with. I'm gonna pull it back up on the screen. When you're logged into Car Edge, just go to resources, uh, no, excuse me, tools and go to the OTD calculator. I'm really impressed with what our team put together here. You put in the selling price of a car. Yeah. So let's say it's thirty thousand dollar car. And we're in Colorado. Oh, I like Colorado. Do I have a trade allowance? Sure. So this would be I've got I've got equity in my trade. Actually, let's say I don't. No, no. Yeah. Trade trade allowance. Trade allowance is how much they're paying for my trade. 
trade allowance is how much they're showing you on paper for your trade. For your trade, yeah. Okay. Not necessarily. It's not the same thing as the trade actual cash value or ACV. Which would be. Two different things. Which would be explained. Uh, Well, the ACV might be $10,000. They might show you $12,000 because they're using incentives or dealer discounts to, to make your trade allowance seem higher. The only thing that you should care about with your trade is once once you've agreed to the out the door number, then you want to find out, okay, how much and my trade. Now, if you've agreed to an out the door number, then they don't have typically room to do uh, an over allowance for your trade. They're just going to be working on an actual cash value to begin with. But So you plug that in. Yes. Then your cash down, let's say I'm putting 10% down. And I'm getting approved. We don't, can, you know, we don't, we don't endorse this. But let's say I'm doing that, and let's say it's at nine point five percent. What we've got here without the door price calculator is it's going to show you if there are, you know, selling price, stock fee in your state, estimated sales tax in your state, estimated title fee in your state, registration fee in your state. Here's your estimated out the door price, which is three thousand six hundred and thirty-five dollars more than the selling price, so a twelve percent increase in the state of Colorado and then your payment details. So if your goal was a $500 a month car payment, you're there. there. You, go. you got it. You're there at 84 months, at which 84 we don't months. recommend. This is the type of stuff you got to be looking at, and it's 100% free. This is, again, just log into your account, go to tools, go to OTD calculator, and I love now, how they integrated the monthly payment. Now, account. what if you had a trade, Yeah. and the trade you put in, the, the trade allowance was $10,000, but what if you owed 15000 well, then in that case, we'd be we'd be putting for that trade allowance a negative five. <laughs> well, they're, they're, yes. Yeah, either that or we need to add uh, a pay a payoff. Yes. Yeah, we should add payoff to yes. this calculator. Uh, yeah, your trade value plus your payoff. Yeah, but anyway, this is a great resource. This is something that everyone should literally just spend five minutes to look at. I can't believe this, Grease Belly. Ram dealers in Florida still won't budge. This is surprising to me. So we've got, we pre-negotiated with the CDJR dealership, we're working with 10% off of MSRP on the Ram 1500s. And the reason that they're incentivized to do that, folks, <clears throat> is there is a new retro stair-step program. CDJR dealers can make up to $2,000 per Ram 1500 sold this month. They got to hit certain threshold be- yes. uh, thresholds depending on their store. And we have one of our trusted dealers, Anthony here from Mark Dodge. He's literally validating all of this information. <laughs> yes. So those dealers in Florida, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, you know, they could be in a different region, and maybe there's a different a different incentive in that you region. You know what Ram 1500 shipping is from Staten Island, New York, to uh, to Central Florida? A um, thousand bucks. A little under a thousand bucks. <clears throat> just saying. Just saying. What just are you saying? saying? I'm just saying, come join us. Um, well, you don't even have to come join us. Just do it online. Just do it on, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, just do it online. We've got from Ryan here. Thank you for the contribution. Thank you, Ryan. When you see a car on CarEdge that has been on for over 200 days, is it safe to assume that the car is being used as a runabout for the dealership, even if it's a popular car like the Santa Cruz? No, not safe to assume that. Not safe to assume that. A lot of dealers end up advertising their cars well in advance of them getting on the lot. So that's one of the things that can inflate the days on market measure. Yeah, most so many dealers, especially... Um, for the uh, brands that are, have really limited inventory, they they advertise, advertising cars that don't exist. Yeah, they advertise uh, 
they're advertising uh, in transit or soon to be in transit vehicles. And the way our days on lot calculates is once you start advertising it is when we start counting the days that it's been available, even though it's not really available because it's not there and it might not be there for 150 days. Yeah. It's some of the challenges that we face with how we currently do things, but obviously, excuse me, obviously we're trying to, uh, trying to make it better. We've got this from Susanna Moss. The car edge team needs to go on tour like Taylor Swift and Beyonce start with Florida. We're starting with ooh, Staten Island. Start ooh, with yeah. Staten we Island. started with, yeah, you know, and, and, and if you tell me that there's going to be uh, uh, you know, big crowds, then, you know, and, and maybe a steak dinner, I could show up. I could be there. All right, Pops, let's switch gears. Do you think oh we my can gosh. fill an auditorium? No. Um, me neither. <laughs> be a very sad looking auditorium. Um, no, it would be empty. It would be empty. <laughs> a very beautiful auditorium, yeah. just empty. Empty. Okay, we're 25 minutes into the show, but there's a lot to still cover. Do you mind if we keep going? Hey, you know, you're my boss. I'm not your boss. Whatever you tell me. J-Mac says, can you create and how much can I afford calculator? Yes. I think that is a great idea. I will ask the team to scope it out. That should be without a doubt when you're on the website. Let me pull that up really quickly. I love that. When you're on the website, there should be under tools. How How much much can can I afford? afford? Yeah. That is a great idea. And then what would be really cool is if once it told you how much you could afford, if it then suggested some vehicles for you. Yes. J-Mac, thank you for that idea. I think that is spot on. All right, some good news. I want to bring some good news to the show today because it's not all doom and gloom with credit unions going a little out over their skis. Kelly Blue Book Analysis. Analysis? Analysis? New vehicle transaction prices up less than 1% year over year, smallest increase in decade. Now, now. In, in, is that in decade? Mean in decade, like in twenty twenties? Yeah, yeah. What the hell does that mean? Once again, I mean, you know, geez, smallest increase in decade. Okay, the decade is three and a half years old. Okay, but in those three and a half years, that would be the smallest increase. You know, and they could and to. You know, I know they would defend it by saying, well, we didn't say in a decade. (laughs) (laughs) Got to read your headlines, man. So this is some good news, Deb. The way that I equated this, though, I saw a car dealership guy had a tweet. He said, this is the equivalent of your friend eating 20 pizzas and then telling you I had a Diet Coke with dinner. Yes. Like, that's what this is. So we've had our smallest increase. Now, what's interesting is when you start to dig into the data. In decade. In decade. You know. Well, it's interesting. So yeah. average transaction price, $48,334. Hard yes. to believe, in all honesty, because, again, I'm at the dealership more and more these days, and the price points on these vehicles are just sky high. asinine, man. They're yeah. really, really, really expensive. Again, incentives have gone up significantly, so I'm going to jump all the way down there. Look at this incentive chart, Dad. Yes. Blue line Blue represents line. the average incentive percentage of average transaction price. So Pre-pandemic, you would expect to get about 10% of your vehicle's purchase price off in incentives. Yes. And then that dropped all the way down, all the way down here to about 2%. Yes. We've doubled. We're back up to 4.4%. Let me me know when we get back to 10. Okay, but I want to ask you. Yeah. I hate to bring this up, but does everyone remember when the the COVID pandemic started and everyone said, well, it's going to be a U-shaped or a V-shaped recovery? I don't know what chart you had to look at to see a V-shape. This is a V-shape, man. That's a what? This is a V. Look at this blue line. It looks like a C to me. It's going up, though. Imagine it just keeps going up. I mean, that's going to be a V. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's pretty clear to me that automakers, especially when you start to look at inventory levels, which are building, it's pretty clear to me that that's going to lead to more incentives, more well, discounts yeah, and more incentives. Yeah, we, yeah, but we've been saying that for a while, that we expect that we expect incentives to go up, but we don't really expect we don't expect prices to go down, you know, because what dealers do is in many cases they use the incentive to show a discount. Well, that's not a discount. That's yeah. just the incentive. I helped David, who's going to be up on Saturday, where you're going to get a chance to meet David. He's picking up his new Grand Cherokee 4 by E. And yeah. David, David was price shopping the sales event, which is what you should do. That's fine. Yeah. And he's like, well, this dealer shows shows $9,250 in discount. Yeah. And and your dealer, Zach, is only doing $4,000 discount. And I said, ask them for the breakdown of their discount. Well, $8,250 of it were rebates. So the actual four thousand dollar discount that we had was before three, the re- was, yeah, was was three thousand dollars better than theirs. Yeah. So it's like they do play that game. Yes. Oh, because it gets yeah. you to your payment, or it gets you <laughs> to what you think is a much lower selling price. But it's not the dealer that's discounting the dealer, and that's what dealers do. They use a lot of the factory incentives to show a lower price for the vehicle while actually not discounting the vehicle at all, keeping the entire margin that's been built into the vehicle. So what you want to do is exactly what we did with this dealer, is you negotiate a dealer discount, plus you then get whatever the incentives are on top of that. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's come to the chat here, Pops, and then we've got a really great and probably long RG... RYG, really got to be kidding me. It's coming soon. Zero Blade, thank you for the contribution. Thank you. I'm looking at a BMW X3, $42,000 with 27,000 miles on it and one minor accident on the Carfax. Your antenna's going up already. Yeah. I saw it in person. It looks fine. How much would this affect the value of a car? Love your work, guys. How much does a minor accident on the Carfax affect a used vehicle's value? Let's define minor. Give us okay. some some rules of thumb here. You know, uh, that if you were a, if you were appraising that car, if if that's a forty two thousand dollar retail car, so let's say it was a thirty eight thousand dollar ACV actual cash value, and let's say it had four thousand dollars worth of body work, that would be minor on that type of car. Knowing that it was in a minor accident, I would adjust my appraisal accordingly. So if one that had never been in an accident is worth 40000 one that has had a reported accident, to me, you know, I, 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 I would deduct from that, might be worth 38000 You know, any, well, the truth of the matter is you can't sell a car that's had an accident for as much as you can sell the exact same car that had no accident. Even if it looks, even if it was minor, yep. you know, minor is like we're, we're heading into football season. And, and this is one of my favorite things, and, you know, and, and football players get injured. And, and oftentimes you'll hear, well, so-and-so had minor surgery. It's always minor surgery when it's on somebody else. Okay. It's not minor when it's on That's you. A very good point. Okay. So, so a minor accident is is always a minor accident when the seller is selling it, okay? 
not when the seller is buying it. Just remember that. And if you're when you're not if when you go to sell that vehicle, the sales manager who's doing the appraisal is going to say it's got an accident. So that means I got it. And it shows on the Carfax. And we share a Carfax with every customer. So they're going to see it. So they're not going to be willing to pay quite as much. This, this, whoops, this yeah. right here. Yeah. Ah, there's my finger. Yeah. Please get the car looked at by a mechanic before buying Pre-purchase inspection. Yes, Any absolutely. used vehicle. Any used vehicle. Yeah. Pre-purchase inspection. Pops, yeah. we had another contribution come in. Thanks for doing that from Thank Yannick. You. Yes. Thank you for the contribution. Please come back to the DMV. I'll be back in about six weeks and have an event at Chrysler in Rockville. And I need this Grand Cherokee Summit Reserve at a reasonable price for my wife. Hello, Yannick. Come take the train up, man, and drive. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. Here's the pre-negotiated deal that we've got. They've got one Summit Reserve. Yeah. It's the 4 by e There's a $5,000 dealer discount and then $7,500. I think there's even more incentives on lease for this, more than just the federal. Uh, I think it's probably closer to eleven five. But, Yannick, no matter what, you're getting a $5,000 dealer discount. Come hop on the train. Come hang out with us on Saturday and, and go There's ahead. free food. There's free food, man. Yeah. We, fight, we paid for yeah. a food truck yeah. to come hang out with us. And for those of you that are curious, all you got to do to get information for your specific, like, you know, you're, you're out the door with your sales tax and everything like that. Just click on get this car. Doesn't mean you're going to actually get the car. You just have to give us the information so that we can get you the pricing. And then if you like the car, then you can go ahead. And move forward, Yannick. I hope I hope that we get to see you. All right, pops. It is our favorite segment of the show. Uh, would that be uh, down go? No. no. Oh, that would be really. You gotta be kidding me. All right. So earlier this week, yes. we uh, talked about General Motors and their commitment to. Um, Paul wants to know: Are we going to be serving beverages at the dealership? Yeah, I we're going to believe be it's food, and, food drink. and drink. No and alcoholic no, drinks. Yeah, no yeah, alcoholic yeah. drinks. Obviously. But here's the deal, Dad. Earlier this week, we talked about, and we spent a good deal of time talking about GM's commitment, General Motors' commitment to affordable yes. electric vehicles for yes. the masses that, you know, we're pushing everyone. The government's pushing people to EVs. The OEMs are pushing people to EVs. And yes. good on General Motors. They came out for with their new- For making that commitment. Yeah, yeah. they made their new um, Cialis, Cialis Deke yes. um, electric vehicle, only yes. a $340,000. Because you know, there's only going to be a limited number of them. And they're committed to affordability. Yes. In the same effing week, yeah. GM's very proud yeah. to announce the starting price of the for their electric Cadillac Escalade. Wow. Which only has a starting price of $130,000. I can assure you right now, yeah. no one is going to be able to buy one of these things at $130,000 because they're going to get TRX, Ford Raptor, et cetera. Dealer markups plus, they're not going to make base trims of these damn things. Well, yeah, but you, you have to think that a base trim on, on a Cadillac Escalade is well, well above the comparable Chevy. Um, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. In one week, GM yeah. is coming out. Hey, come on. You can get one of these and save $210,000 over that Cialis Teak. The Cialis Teak. <laughs> I hope that catches on. Yes. All right. So that's really got to be kidding. Because that's a one. hard purchase to make. It's very difficult. Yes. Uh, very, very hard purchase to make. Yes. All right. That's number one of today's really got to be kidding. The other dad, yes. back in our community forum, we, uh, we provide a um, positive environment where fellow car buyers and consumers can help each other out. Part of that is providing warnings yes. for groups, dealerships that you should avoid. This has not been validated by us. This yeah. is from Darnell. Keith Pearson Toyota. 
They mark up all of their new vehicles a minimum $10,000, so normal stuff like the Corolla Camry and so on. For more rare vehicles and Tundras, they bring it up to $20,000 markup. I've even seen $25,000 and $130,000 markup. I also see there is an extravagant amount of dealer-added equipment on every new car, going there for service and walking around and seeing this should make people's blood boil. Again, not validated yeah. by us, but this looks fairly fairly convincing. $27,370 price here, Pops. Yes, somehow becomes a $40,000, oh and this was a Corolla, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? I uh, And it's got a trailer hitch on a Corolla? <laughs> and, a, not a, uh, oh, and a bug deflector. <laughs> yeah. You know, deal, you got to give dealerships credit. They are some of the most inventive, creative people on the face of the planet. I mean, because who wouldn't want to have – in in three thousand dollars worth thirty one hundred dollars worth of stuff to know that they have that bug deflector and the all important trailer hitch for your Corolla because you know you you, you never know when you might have to pull uh, that Chevy uh, Cialis Teak behind you. One more here, pops. We've got up in the great state of Alaska, mm. the AG Attorney General in the state of Alaska suing Swickard Auto Group over allegations of false. <sighs> Advertisement. We're starting to see, it seems like a bit of a pickup from AGs taking some action here. Well, in some states. In some states, yeah. Yes. I mean, we, Florida, it'll never happen. Well, I don't yeah. want to say never, but we are starting to see some enforcements. And so the, the story yes. here in Alaska is pretty straightforward. They were advertising prices, and then the prices changed when you got to the dealership, which is illegal, but everyone does it. So it's not illegal until a state AG finally wakes up, takes their head out of their tuchus, and actually does something about it. Well, and the only reason it happens is because, well, they tried to do it to a a state inspector of some kind and, and a state investigator of some kind. And well, you know, that, that, that triggered his antenna and he said, well, why don't we just investigate them? And they did. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. All right. We got a couple more chat messages. So let's go through them real quick. Okay. Before we do, I want to remind everyone back on carridge.com. We have been making all sorts of improvements. When you're on the car search, we now have a save search no. functionality. This really? has been one of the biggest requests. So when you're not looking at the sales event related inventory, and let's do something other than a Jeep because I'm getting sick of looking at Jeeps. Let's do Hyundai Elantras. Uh, Certainly there's none of them. All right, whatever. Let me do, let me try this again. Hyundai. There we go. There you go. Hyundai Elantras. Let's say I want to save this search, or maybe I want to look at just a particular year really quickly, or let's do this. This will be quite fun. So let's say I want to look at 2019 to 2024, and my favorite filter on the Car Edge website, Dad, days days on on market. market. Let's say I want to see those that are over 140 days on market. I can then save this search, goes up here into my searches, and now when I come back, I can view or remove my save search, and I can see exactly what it was. Wow. So very proud of JP on the team, and thank you to the uh, numerous community members. We actually, if you go to resources and then community, Dad, we actually keep track of all these updates once it loads, once yes. it loads. Wait for it, folks. Well, come on. I got better internet these days. No, no, no. Your internet's much better than yeah. it was. If you look on the left here, we've got Car Edge updates, and I just want to give a quick shout-out to... Gary Hughes, Garrett Boyle, and Foscom Vision, among many other members who asked us, pleaded with us, please add a save search. We heard you. We listened to you. We built it out. And thank you, Justin, for writing here in the community forum, documenting all of the updates. We've got a damn good team, man. Lots of progress. So 
does this mean I, I have to get it on the forum to get you to start listening to me? Yes. If you're on the okay. forum, I just listen. Just so I know. If you're on the forum, I listen. Yeah. No, just so I know. I had no idea. I mean, you know, I, I tried the direct approach, but apparently. No, direct I, approach doesn't work. Got it. Please use use the new safe search. Give us feedback. And again, we are doing this in the community forum to show you. We listen. Like we, There's so many things that are not great. Like we get it. And we're every day working to make it so much better. Thank you for this, Brody. You've done so much work on your site. I find it so much more functional today than when I first started using it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We are working our butts off. The team behind the scenes is doing that as well. How big is that team? Over 30 people now working wow. at Carnage. Over wow. 30 people, yeah. Please add in feature seven seats, eight seats. Yep, absolutely. We hear you. Hear you loud and clear. Um, okay. All right. It's a show. It's a show. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'm just. We're done. I'm just along for the ride. We're done for today. Yeah. Tomorrow we're going to be live from the dealership. What are you? Are you afraid? Are you nervous about anything for the for the sales event? This what, is the first one we've ever done. What would I be nervous? About? I'm asking you. I don't know. Like, you know, I'll be in my old element tomorrow. So no. You going to wear a suit? <laughs> <laughs> first of all, first of all, I couldn't fit into the suit that I do own. And second of all, I didn't wear suits when I was in the business, except for the first couple of years. Um, so no, I wouldn't wear, and I won't wear a suit. But but I might I might have a car edge pullover. You will have a car edge pullover pullover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, are you nervous about anything? I'm 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 anxious. I am. My, here's my big fear. My big yeah. fear is no one shows up. Well, if no one comes, that's my big fear. Yeah. That's my big 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 fear. Well, that possibility exists. You Although know, just, I will say Cameron took delivery of his new Grand yeah. Cherokee last night. So no matter what, we've, we've at least done one. one car. Yes. Cameron yes. was super excited. So that yes. we've at least done one. Yes. And 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 somehow we're investing with having staff come out and everything else, I don't know, somewhere around $20,000. So the fact that we've invested $20,000 so one car could get sold so we can prove to dealers that this makes so much <laughs> more sense, um, you know, that, that puts us out of business in a heart. Well, yeah. actually, it prevents us from doing this in the future and, and allows us to continue doing what we do, which is to try and educate people. But am I nervous? No, I... I, I'm not nervous. I, I think people will show up. Um, I, I've learned a long time ago that however many people I thought were going to show up, I could, I could cut that back by, I don't know, 60, 70, 80%. <laughs> uh, but yes, do I believe people will show up? I do. Um, am I nervous? Um, my, my concern is that <clears throat> if a lot of people show up, all at the same time, because that's one thing that you don't ever really have control over yeah. is like exactly when people will show up and exactly when somebody will say, yes, I'll take the car. So my concern is that everybody shows up at the same time and says at the same time, OK, I'm good. Let's do this. Well, and, and that will cause a backup in the finance office. Yeah, that's my only concern. Yeah. You know, and, and there's only so many free sodas, free <laughs> food and and free jokes that I can share with people before <laughs> they go. I've had enough of this. <laughs> what do you guys think we're going to do on on on? Set? I'm glad you're not nervous. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm not nervous. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not sure. I'm not nervous at all. So we've got this question from excuse me. I'm just I don't want to put your name, but thank you. Thank you for the um, uh, Eleterio. Thank you for the 
for the question. Will you guys be live on YouTube during the event? Yes, the plan has been to do a live stream the entire day of Saturday. Yes. So like we'll have a normal video drop on Saturday. We've got a great video in the, in the queue. I can't wait for that to go out. But what do you guys make of that? We're not going to physically be at the desk the whole time. We can walk around and we can yeah. interview people. Yeah. We can also, uh, we're going to have just like a, a general vicinity shot that we can that we can turn to when we need to go use the bathroom and whatnot. But what do you guys think? Are you going to tune in if we've got just a all day Saturday? You, know, you can tune in at any point during the day and just see what's going on. I mean, you might, you might tune in at nine o'clock. You might tune in at noon. You might tune in again at two, whatever. I mean, it'll be pretty you know, interesting. I, 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 if, if, if any of you, Tune in when it starts, and and you stay tuned in until we <laughs> till we close. Let me know because I'll I'll be I'll pay for your first visit to the psychiatrist. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I I will absolutely stroke the check to to your healthcare provider, so we can find out what the hell's wrong with you. Yeah, don't um, don't spend the whole, whole yeah, day with us. But but you know, check in off and on during the course of the day. You know, it'll almost be like the uh, Jerry Lewis telethon. Kind of. Yeah. You know. Well, I we'll have to. We've got like a big banner where people can take photos with with us and with whoever they would like. Uh, not not with us, but yeah. in general, after they buy a car, uh, we'll have what, to. What, do they have to buy a car to no, get no, the no, photo taken? No, no, no. Come. Yeah. Uh, Gilo wants to know: Can I get deals remotely? From yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We help with the. We'll coordinate the shipping. You just got to get the pricing through the website. The dealer discount won't change. The incentives could change because you live in Florida. in Florida. Yeah. But yeah, then we'll help do shipping. Shipping to Florida from Staten Island is about a thousand dollars. Mike wants to know what kind of food truck. Can we just actually sit on that for? A it costs a thousand dollars to ship from Staten Island to Florida, and it actually makes a lot of sense for people in Florida to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is an indictment on Florida dealers. Yeah. <clears throat> what kind of food truck? Montalbanos. They're relatively famous in Staten Island. Um, and we're going to have all sorts of good food. Up yeah. to 150 people is what I prepaid for. So hopefully 150 people will come. And if not, then the staff's going to have a great day. But you know day. I'm going to eat. Yeah, well. you're going to eat. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm excited. Um, yeah, wish us luck, guys. Hopefully this is the first of many. I'm really, I'm really excited. Taking it from your condo. Yeah. From your apartment. Yeah. To the mean streets of Highland Boulevard in Staten Island. Yeah. Yeah, and hanging out inside a dealership forever. <laughs> From that could be another another live stream would just be 24 hours in a dealership. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> Have you pulled an all-nighter at the dealership? Yeah, I got snowed in. Really? Yeah, one time. Yeah, that sounds terrible. In. It was because it wasn't like we had beds or anything. <laughs> Okay, and 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 as nice as the chairs are, they're they're not really good for sleeping. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, there were four of us that were stuck at the dealership. Oh gosh. Yeah, it was terrible. Does sound terrible. Yeah. Uh, fly to pick it up, much less than one thousand for shipping. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Fly yeah, because you know most most flights from Florida to the New York area are pretty inexpensive. They probably are. Aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again. And then we're gonna then we're gonna hop off. Sure. For those of you that actually want to participate or learn more or even just see the pricing, just go to CarEdge.com. This will pop up. You can watch this little video of me explaining how it all works. Click on View the Pre-Negotiated Deals. You will see some of the vehicles like the Subaru Impreza. We couldn't get them to come off of MSRP, but on the Legacy, for example, we could. It's going to be Subarus as well as Jeeps. So let's look at one of these, like a Jeep Compass. 
All you need to do to kickstart the process is click on get this car and fill out the form. The form is gonna give us the information to follow up with you to give you all of the information you need, pricing details. If you're doing a lease, the money factor, residual, all that fun stuff. So you fill this out and then if you like the deal, you schedule the time to come in. It would help if I had pulled it up on the screen. There it is, go to caredge.com, find that vehicle. And then again, let me just show it. you, click on get this car to be able to start the process. All right, gang, we will be back tomorrow. Yes, from the dealership <laughs> with with Miss Kimberly Klein. Oh, will we be doing remote with Kimberly? Yeah, why wouldn't we? Okay, Kimberly, I think you're on with us. We will probably do it with you. My concern is if we run into technical difficulties from the dealership, I don't want you to be stressed and us to be stressed. But yeah, let's have Kimberly on. Yeah. Audio might be a little bit tricky, but we've got that. Okay, all right. Tentatively with Miss Kimberly Klein tomorrow from Island Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram and Subaru in Staten Island, New York. We'll be there at 9 a.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. I was going to say, we're not leaving here till 9 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> Everyone, enjoy your afternoon. We'll see you again tomorrow. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here. Have a great rest of your day.